1: Yes, the marching band only means that the man from old Nassau is back. Ross Tucker's show goes on. You're back, Ross. One So, last... Al, this, yep. is,
2: this is actually the high school theme song, Oh, <laughs> and I've told you guys this before. I, I can't thank you guys enough. First of all, Rhea, yes. y- you've just been amazing for me. Oh. Uh, and this is not like a uh, a going away thing. No. I'm still going to be coming on the show <laughs> and stuff, but um, Rhea and I met a long time ago, and she's the one that... Um, introduced me to Angelo and doing stuff for WIP. And now here we are. <laughs> if you would have told me that. <laughs>
3: that 15 years eight ago? O'clock,
2: yeah. Eight o'clock yeah. on a Wednesday, three days after the Super Bowl, that WIP radio would be playing the Why Missing Spartans <laughs> theme song. I mean, I made it. I have made Woo! it. I have made it to the big time. But the funny thing about that is, I, I, I know I've told you guys this before. But it's really cool, I think, especially when you're like from Reading or Lancaster or York or or Allentown or Bethlehem. You know, when you're from one of the mid major cities outside of Philly, you know, like an hour or so away from Philly. It's really cool for the people from Reading that I'm on with you guys and I do this because it's like it's one of their own. Oh yeah. And then when you guys play that song, and this will be that way, I got to get Joe. Joe Wector needs to send me that audio. I am telling you, it is like Pavlov's dog. (laughs) And my eyes fill up immediately. There's nothing I can do about it. it. Immediately, my eyes have a foreign substance filling up in them. Just hearing oh, you can just bars of that, <laughs> you could coach the Eagles.
1: Yeah, just like Sirianni.
2: <laughs> no, I don't know. I don't know how guys produce that much liquid. <laughs> Is, was he just like super hydrated? Or I something? don't
3: know. Like, I my eyes can fill that. up, but no. I don't.
2: I mean, my eyes can fill up, like, my eyes tear up, but like, there's nothing coming out of him. Nah, he got a
1: call from Hollywood directors. To,
3: <laughs>
1: <laughs> they want to know if he could do the remake of Titanic. <laughs>
3: Al, I just real quick, Ross brought it up that we met a long time ago. At eight when, Ross, was that your first gig out of out of the NFL? Guess what? what? I, I was still on IR with the Redskins. Oh, my God, I didn't even realize that. Al, yes. it was so funny. He was so young and so raw, and every single person said, this guy's amazingly talented, and, you know, here we are. All these yeah. years later, and you you're run a media empire,
2: Al. So I remember going there, and Greg Murphy was the host, and I think one and, and Ria was there, yeah. and I think Rhea said to me, Al, I had never done TV before, and I was highly skeptical of putting makeup on. <laughs> oh yes! no, don't, and, yes. don't tell me I, about I, that. And, and I think Ria was like, you know, Ria doesn't pull punches. <laughs> Ria was like, you're gonna want to put the makeup on. <laughs> <laughs> yes, yeah. And I looked at Murph, and Murph's like. She's right. (laughs) Put the makeup on. And then he showed all, like, his shirts that had those collars. Oh, yeah, they got wrecked, and I didn't want to do it either. And honestly, Al, like, for you too, man, it's been so awesome being on the show with you however many years we've been doing it because, I mean, it's funny. With every passing year, I've kind of gotten a little bit more removed from it. But especially in the 90s and the 80s, I was really into the Flyers, like, you know, when it was Tockett and Tim Kerr and Prop and those guys, I remember we, we go to Stone Harbor Avalon. Uh-huh. I used to try to hunt down Tim Kerr because <laughs> he's got that real estate company.
1: Oh, yeah, he does. So Doing well, I used yeah. To,
2: yeah, I used to try to – we would go to his real estate company, me and my buddy, and just stalk it out until <laughs> Kerr would come out. By the way, what a genius that guy is. Yeah. Play hockey in Philly and then in the summers start a real estate company at the beach. That guy is amazing. And live on the island. But anyway, Al, I remember, like, I grew up watching you, you know, on Comcast or whatever it was, you know, talking flyers and everything. So it's just really cool. Yeah, it is um, cool. And by the way, can you do me a favor and get, get them back to being relevant yeah. again? Yeah, i nice. trying. It'd be because nice. Because it's fun when they had good teams, like when they had Lindros and Hextall. And I know these are different eras, but it's fun when the flyers, like, I'm totally ready. We just had the Sixers a couple years ago, really. You know, Phillies, obviously, Eagles. I'm ready for like a Flyers playoff. Yeah, run. we
1: need a four for, for four. We yeah. need the four in. And we, we need all, all I'm not that.
3: sure I could take another championship yeah, loss in yeah. a row. Today was,
1: today was supposed to be the parade ride. It was going to be 60 degrees. It's like God knew that this yeah. was supposed to be the day for the parade. Oh, I thought
3: it was
2: supposed to be Thursday. I didn't know that.
1: I think it was today. Well, that, I
3: think it was going to be dependent on the weather, and tomorrow I think it's supposed to rain. Yeah, and
1: today's 60-something here, yeah. 64 degrees. Oh, man. So, I still just,
3: remember going to
2: my buddy's house uh, the day of the parade. Um, he had a huge party at his house here where I yep. live, and um, he was he, he's from, uh, what's it called, Harrington High School down there, and he, um, he was just making cheesesteaks, And... Playing the the parade like full blast, yeah. <laughs> and then every two minutes he would have like a timer go off, and he would do the Fly Eagles Fly oh fight God. song. Oh. So oh. we did that for like two hours. It was amazing.
1: Well, if angelo wasn't off today and not retiring, we would have had a parade for gannon going out of town.
2: <laughs> probably, <laughs> this probably, is true. We probably would have. That, that's good. Oh, Angela that'll be tomorrow. Oh, for, yeah.
1: for tomorrow. So, so anyway, let's let's check back with uh with Brian, and oh, we're gonna. Oh, this one you're going like uh, Ross, we're going to go back to Brian in Allentown. Who was the fan of your mom? Good morning, oh, Brian. Oh
2: gosh. Good morning, everybody. Hey, Brian. Hi, Ross. Hey, Brian. How are you? Thank you for that. That made my mom's month. Needed that. Thank you.
4: <laughs> Yeah, we had a get-together with uh, Debbie and uh, all of our friends, and boy, that was a topic of conversation for most of the get-together. <laughs> yeah, I bet it was.
1: So what would you think it of was, the Super Bowl, Brian? <laughs> well,
4: it was a great, great Super
1: Bowl. I didn't like the mistakes that were made, but I got to tell you what my wife asked me uh, at the end of that game after that bad call. She said, did the referees get punished for a call like that?
2: I do not know how to answer. That's a good question. So, first of all, I do think there should be more accountability for those guys than there is. Um, But remember this, okay? Every official gets graded, kind of like a player, for every snap of every game during the regular season and playoffs. But how they perform in the regular season, how they're graded, by the league office, determines how many playoff games they get. And kind of like a player, the better the playoff game you're you're in, the Super Bowl, you get the most money. The championship games, you get the second most money. The divisional round, you get the third most money. So those guys are highly incentivized. Mm -hmm. They're not punished if they mess up or discipline. Although every once in a while – They'll say guys are retiring, and it's really like yeah, they're yeah. being retired. <laughs> fired, yes. Yeah, they're basically being fired. But those Who's guys called? are very much incentivized to perform well because mm-hmm. they want the playoff. They want the money.
1: Yeah. I told my wife that
2: he might get death
1: for threats. No, he won't <laughs> get death threats. No, <laughs> no, 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 no. That's, no, that's no, not going to happen. All right, Do you have no, somebody no, you want out of town there, Brian?
2: Say that? What?
1: No, you're not. You're, okay. I, mean, I must be from out in the Allentown area. Okay. <laughs>
3: <laughs> that was a shot, and that was by Al Morgani, not Al. me. Not me. I
2: love saying I'm from the sticks. <laughs> you are from Al, that. You know what I want you to do? What? I want you to drive down Penn Avenue in Reading and tell those people that that's the sticks. That's what I want you to do.
0: <laughs>
3: Penn <laughs> Avenue? My sister lived in Reading for like 20 years. I know it well.
2: <laughs> so, yes, so. definitely not yeah, yeah. the sticks, uh, yeah. not Rhea, right?
3: I, I don't like the drive out there. It's a little long, but yeah, yes. But it's yeah. not. It's Yes, I've been it, to... I've been to places out in Delaware yeah. County that are more rural. If it was oh, the stick sure. scanner, it
1: would be just five yards past that.
3: <laughs> okay,
2: uh, That was good, Al. Now, that was good. That was I, that was witty. I like
3: that. Line of the day.
1: All right, so, yeah. Ross, let me ask you this. You're talking about the referee at the end. So the game is obviously a huge media production. Yeah, yeah, yeah. What carries more weight, what Pereira says or what the color guy says to the
2: league and that last call? You know that's such a funny question al because i am i am convinced well first of all i know for a fact that there's communication between the league office and the broadcast booth right mm-hmm. okay
3: well it was and a big am, that was a big part of what happened with demar hamlin so yeah. we know there is yeah, uh, yeah. right yeah.
2: and i am convinced that I'm interested in how much communication is both ways. Because on some level, I do think what Pereira or Blandino says, I think the league listens to. Because they know if they go the opposite of that, they're opening themselves up to more criticism. The flip side is I wonder how much communication there is the other way, like letting them know what they're thinking. I personally, once again, thought that Greg Olson was fantastic. He's
3: he's so good, I can't believe they're just going to flat-out replace him with Brady.
2: Yeah, I, I don't know if Brady's ever going to even actually do it. Let's okay. see what Brady does after taking a year off, by the way. Gotcha. Um, but um, Olson's fantastic. So, first of all, he was right earlier in the game. They should have called the first hold on, on Bradbury. That, 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 was like, that was the difference between them getting the first down or not. I mean, mm-hmm. That was pretty blatant. But then at the end of the game, he's like, oh, I don't know that you call that. I felt exactly the way... That Olsen did. And by the way, this is really important for all of our listeners. Don't be a screenshot loser, okay? Don't, the people that think you can screenshot a split second of a football play and send that and that that's like some type of proof.
3: Oh, gosh, gotcha. I see what you're That is
2: ridiculous. Now, if you want to send me a five second video clip or a two second video clip, we can have that discussion. But these little, these people texting me, these, or tweeting me these screenshots, just so you guys know, if I really wanted to, I could go in and I could screenshot 50 holding penalties yeah. during the game. If, if I'm just like taking a, a quick screenshot, because there's a split second where an O lineman is grabbing a guy and it's outside the framework of the body, but they either let it go then, they let their hands go, they replace their hands. If you tweet people, a still shot of a football play, you are admitting you don't know what you're talking about when it comes to the sport of football. It's got to be a video where you can see the thing unfold.
1: That makes sense. I mean, that makes absolute sense. So, I mean, I just, I just think it's rare for the color guy and the uh, official to, 180 on something like that.
3: Well, it's also rare for, for the color guy to just really say, that you don't make that call. You know, yeah. like some of them don't, won't do that. Yeah, it's like, it's well, the, I, don't
1: care, I, I don't care what the rules yeah. are. This is the game.
2: Right, and here's a couple other things. Let's just talk about the Devontae Smith thing for a second,
3: okay? Now, who knows what happens there? Maybe the Eagles end up getting a touchdown. That's what I believe. I believe that was, the, for me, one of the top two plays in the game. Right. So then,
2: let's look back at it. Okay, so first of all, if that's not a catch— you have the ball in your possession. You have two feet down in bounds. You actually still have the ball in your possession. You take a third step out of bounds, which, by the way, should end the play. And then you go to the ground, and there's a little bit of movement. If that's not a catch, we really need to change. We need to rewrite the rule again. Yeah. That's a catch when you're in second grade. That's a catch when you're in sixth grade at recess. That's a catch in third grade gym class. I mean, that's a catch. Yeah, we. And then here's the other thing too, Al. If it takes you five minutes, yeah, to overturn it, then by definition, it's not. There's not clear and there. obvious. Yes, exactly. They, I, I'm a believer that every replay should should have a minute time limit, and if you can't tell in a minute that you should overturn it just leave what they call it. just leave what's on the field that makes
1: sense and i i actually thought the interception that the eagles got in fa- in their favor i was questioning that yeah. <laughs> whether, whether that was in a fumble or a, or a catch the one on Miles Sanders uh yeah
2: yeah, I thought that could go either way. Yeah. So that's one that the Eagles benefited, just like I thought the God or catch could go either way. By the way, um, not a good game for Miles Sanders.
3: No, no, he's not coming back.
2: And it started yeah. on the first play. Yep, He kept bouncing. He has a strong tendency to bounce plays outside and get less yardage. But he
3: had stopped doing that earlier in the year, which was – remember right, when but then he was he did really it again good? Towards the end. I yep. don't know
2: if he didn't want to get hurt or what, but here's the thing. As he went out of bounds – He got blasted and he fumbled. They actually lost a yard on that play because he fumbled and the ball went backwards.
1: Yeah, was well. If you go back and look, we're going to talk about who's coming back and who's not, and who should and who shouldn't, because it's going to be an amazing uh, off season. We'll get back in a couple of minutes. Get back to Dennis, Al, Jody. For, oh, lots of calls. Time of ninety-four. WIP is eight seventeen.
0: We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only twenty-five dollars a month. New iPhone 15s. It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us, and four lines for twenty-five bucks per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.
1: Oh my goodness! What is this? That must that is. It's a Ross Tucker request. Ross Tucker request.
2: These a- guys. Are, this is live. This is lightning <laughs> crashes by live, oh. and uh, they're from York. Ah, and, there we go.
3: Okay, and oh. we
2: turn we turn this song into a uh, oh my I see championship coming back oh, again. We wow. turn this into a football motivational song, oh. which is interesting because a few years ago my wife told me what the song's really about. Yeah, I was going to say it was odd. <laughs> yeah, it's horrible. I didn't know what the song. You know what's amazing? Like. I am the world's worst when actually listening to lyrics. Yeah, what's the
3: one song that you... uh, you Oh, Hey Rodrigo?
2: (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. My my sister in law still calls me Rod or Hot Rod because I instead of saying Hey, where did we go? Yeah, no. brown eyed girl. No. <laughs> I was on the boat in the Susquehanna River saying Hey, Rodrigo. How I many mean, beers way, in were you? Uh several. Yeah, but here's the sometimes. thing. Oh wow! Hey, somebody should tell whoever wrote this. Rodrigo actually sounds better. Oh, okay. Then then Hey, where did we go? Hey, Rodrigo.
1: Oh Lord. Hey, you have so many podcasts. Do you ever think of using? the real band from what you miss in high school, wherever it is that
3: why I'm why missing out. I am missing.
2: What you're missing.
1: <laughs> Put some respect why? on my missing's name. Why? Al. Did you ever think having the band have a live thing for your podcast?
2: You just tape it. Um, that would be amazing. Yeah, actually, I'm that sure. would be awesome. I'm just telling you right now, the next time I, if I ever do another podcast, okay, yeah. it's not going to be time sensitive. <laughs> Because my podcast now it's thirty minutes daily talking about the NFL, yeah. yep. which is great. But like during the season, when I on Monday talk about all the games, nobody's ever listened to that again. Oh <laughs> I mean, yeah, because like, time like, sensitive. Like nobody's going yeah. back to like. So um, my next podcast, if I do it, I'm just talking about like food or yeah. beer, oh. and you can listen to it whenever. That's you can listen good, to five years from now, and I'll still tell you that Stromboli is underrated. And that we need to talk about Stromboli. All right, Stromboli—only
3: cheese and pepperoni for me no, with sauce. That's ooh, it.
2: okay. You don't like like ham or salami?
3: Not, not just cheese and pepperoni and sauce. Yeah. And it like so I I'm my favorite. am fine with
2: that, but I I could eat that, um, but I would prefer ham. Well, salami. my brother's like
3: loves the cheesesteak, Stromboli. Like literally, whenever he flies into Philadelphia, he lives in uh, Columbus, he before he even goes anywhere, he stops at a place and buys a cheese steak, Stromboli.
2: That's I exactly, actually yeah. think that I would rather, like at that party, I went to a, I don't know if I told you guys this, but I um buddy of mine last minute said he was going to have, not really a party, but have a few people over for the Super Bowl. Yeah. The key being, the party was going to start at 5.30, because mm-hmm. I can't watch a Super Bowl, let alone the Eagles, with other people, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, um, I got there like at 5.28, and he knew exactly what I was going to do. I got there at 5.28. To eat. I ate all their food. <laughs> I had three beers, and I left at 610. Yes. There you go. So I, I was there for 42 minutes, and I got back to my house before the coin toss. Nice. Which was amazing. Nice. That now, um, see,
3: you managed your game perfectly. That's a perfect yeah, game exa- plan. Take notes, Gannon. Yeah, okay, right. take notes, uh, Gannon. All right. And, uh, and by the way,
2: they had stromboli. Uh, they also had – I never even heard of this before. So they had Big Mac pizza. This is all on my social media, Raw NFL. Big Mac pizza, will look, which looked heinous. It was it all the toppings heinous. on a Big Mac. <laughs> um, but the pizza I liked, they had pepperoni and mozzarella stick pizza. They literally put mozzarella sticks on top of the pizza. It was delicious. But I'm still saying, Al – the stromboli was the star of the show. Yeah. Oh, there you not go. getting me with stromboli. I love stromboli. Chicken
1: wings. Are we got. You're going to be interested in this question yeah. of the day from Francisco Rojas, both the one that we just answered and the new one. All right, so let's update the uh, first Twitter question uh, first. Uh, do you think John Gannon will be successful in Arizona? Still 85% no, uh, 15% yes. That's probably not going to change no. throughout the morning. <laughs> um, so the, the new Twitter question is brought to you by Armand Chevrolet. Armand Chevrolet is celebrating their 23rd anniversary. Find new roads. Visit com to see Armand's quality-certified, one-owner, low-mileage, pre-owned inventory. The new question, who will be back next year? Is it Brand?
2: Jason Kelsey, both or neither?
1: All right, Ross. How do you answer that one?
2: Uh, that's actually exquisite timing, by the way. <laughs> I know you guys have them on all the time, mm-hmm. but um, I'm having Ed Kelsey, Jason's dad, on the Ross Tucker podcast nice. today. And I'm going to ask him if, uh, what kind of advice he gives to Jason about – well, I'll just tell you guys. I interviewed him yesterday mm-hmm. afternoon, yeah. and it's going to be on today's show. Mm-hmm. And I asked him about the advice he has and the counsel he gives Jason in, in terms of retirement because I'll say this. I look at it a lot differently now, having been retired for 15 years, than I did when I was a player. Like, when I was a player, and I wasn't Kelsey caliber, not even close, but I would have played as long as I possibly could. So, when the, the Washington team doctor said, you know, you, you bruised your spinal cord, you herniated C5, C6 in your neck, and I said, what does that mean? He said, well, you're 28, you went to Princeton, time me to get a real job. I hmm. was like, okay. But I, if he hadn't told me that, I would have just kept trying to play, kept trying to play. But now that I know – and I miss football every day. But now that I know retirement life can be fun too, and I've got two daughters, I think of it like how much money would they have to pay me to go back out there and to take the injury risk again, and the further wear and tear and more hits to the head, and it would be a lot if I'm being honest. Like it, it would be a lot because um, I don't want to. I don't want to have that risk anymore. So um, on the one hand, Jason is still playing at the top of his game. He could very easily – I think he's already a Hall of Famer, but he could cement that by another year. Um, he's playing so well, he could make a lot of money for another year. Um, but also, I think, what, they're about to have baby number – I don't know, did do they have it yet? They're yeah, about to have three, baby baby think, girl number three. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And, um, you know, I mean, he's also already started a podcast. He's already got stuff going for off the field. So it's an interesting decision. I'll say this boy, it feels like the fact that Hurts played so well and that the Eagles are really good that might is miss- a yeah. huge factor. I mean, yeah. if he thought – if they weren't very good, I think that would probably be it. But the fact that they're right there and he got that, he got right there, I wonder if that compels him to play another year. And if it does, there's a lot of moving parts to this. Because if it does, do the Eagles move Juergens to right guard? Do they let, say, Amalo go – and do they move Juergens to right guard for a year or however long Kelsey wants to play and see if Jergens can get it done there? So,
1: which one do you – how do you think it'll fall?
2: Graham, uh, Kelsey? Um, I think it sounded like hearing him talk at the Super Bowl, it sounded like Kelsey wanted to play another year. Yeah. Um, And if he does, it would be for the Eagles, obviously. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Brandon's made it very clear that he wants to play two more years. Yeah. What would that be, 15 for him? Or yeah, I think he, so. he, I was he's 13? made it very yeah. clear he wants to play two more years. I think the Eagles will try to bring him back, but, you know, the finances will be interesting because Brandon had a double-digit sack year, and he's going to want to get compensated for that. But the Eagles, they're paying Reddick a lot. They're paying Sweat a lot. They actually, believe it or not, have Barnett under contract. I don't know what they'll do there. Oh, I forgot about that. But, that, yeah, they have Derek Barnett. Remember that guy? Uh, they have him under contract for not that much. Um, I'm really curious to see. I, ho- let's all hope that the Eagles and BG can come to a number that makes sense because there's got to be another team out there that is saying, wait a minute, Brandon had double-digit sacks. Playing a third of the snaps. Mm-hmm. A third of the snaps. So if you're a team, look, he's from Detroit. Maybe the Lions, you know, want to put him opposite Aiden Hutchinson and think that he could help bend over the top. I'm a little bit worried that some other team out there that doesn't have Sweat and Reddick will be willing to offer BG enough money that it's worth it to him. To go somewhere else for a year or two, rather than stay in Philly. So I'm going to say I'm going to answer that question with Kelsey. He'll be back.
1: He'll be okay. And then, but plus, is Reddick going to um, re?
2: I don't know. Get get any more money? Um. Well, this is this is where you get into trouble because <laughs> he should. Yeah. I mean, if I were representing, this is one of those weird things where it's like. You know, the Eagles probably want me to shut up, but if I'm Redick or his agent, I'm saying, listen guys, like I'm making fifty percent of what I should be making. We gotta figure he only did a three-year deal. So there are ways to make this work. They could extend him look, he's only got two years left on his contract now. And they don't want him to get to free agency again like Hargrave's about to. So there's something there where the Eagles could tack on two years to Redick's deal, so they would have four more years of him they could give him more money this year and but also adding the two years they could lower his cap number. So I think there's I think there's there's room to work with uh with Reddick. All
1: right. Well, at least see I I get the idea of Kelsey with another child. I mean, I I I don't know, man. As a, if I were his friend, I would probably be saying, you know what? You're already going to be the mayor of the city. You're probably going to make more money outside of football when you stop.
2: Well, and and that's the thing. Like, if if we're being honest, okay, Kelsey's made so much money. By the way, I have no interest in Kelsey retiring because if he wants to get in the media, he can probably take every gig I have. (laughs) So Kelsey needs to keep playing. Uh, I'm kidding, obviously, but um, kind of. Uh, But, you know, if you think about it, the money's got to be right because – on a certain level, I mean, I, don't, I could look it up real quick, but Kelsey's made a lot of money, and so and he's going to do very well off the field. I think he doesn't
3: appear ha- he spends a lot on clothes, <laughs> right? Right, <Yeah. laughs> and I think he already.
2: Um, I think it feels like he already does very well off the field with some different business interests mm-hmm. and the podcast and media or whatever. So you get to the point where you ask yourself. So let me just. I'm looking it up real quick. So Jason has made. Um, 67 million dollars okay so let's just say um the Eagles offer him a one-year 10 million dollar deal and that's five million dollars after taxes right I mean it's basically 50 percent when you get the Philly City tax and the state tax and all that stuff I think you have to ask yourself like is five million dollars at this point going to make a difference in his life Like, is there a difference between $67 million and and 72? I don't know. Maybe there is. You know, it's still $5 million. But a significant injury Mm -hmm. or the wear and tear on the body or whatever, that that can make a difference in the rest of your life. So I'm just laying out what these guys think about when they get to this stage. The flip side is I miss it every day. I miss the contact. I miss the violence. I miss the locker room. And you will never – replicate that feeling again the rest of your life like you'll never feel more alive in your whole life than when you're in that tunnel and you're about to run out there in front of 70,000 people and in particular for Kelsey at home yep. where he's beloved once that's over it's like turning off a light switch and you'll never that that adrenaline the fear of injury the excitement of the game the concern about you know you could play poorly that anxiety you will never feel more alive in your entire life and once it's over it's over yeah ironically
1: i think if they had won i don't think there, i think there's a much better chance he wouldn't have come back
2: i agree i agree with that al yep yeah.
1: So see what happens. All right, get to all the callers on the other side. Time of ninety four WIP is eight thirty
2: seven. Never. R- ever- Rhea's gonna find a way for me at least to be able to call in with oh, Joe yeah. and John. No, next I said season. I said to
3: Al before the show, and like you know, listen, Al is the least emotional person, and I'm not exactly you know, emotional. I said to Al, this was one of my favorite shows I've ever done in twenty five years. This Wednesday show yeah. working with Al and uh and you it's just i've i've enjoyed it immensely yeah i'm not emotional i got i did not like the crying
1: at the start of the super bowl no. Ross. I was
3: <laughs> so al you are um you're gonna do a flyers
2: podcast and you're gonna do some weekend shows
1: that's what i'm told yeah <laughs> that's
2: great man well i'm happy to come on if you want me to come on and break down the hershey bears on your there you uh, go. on your i can tell you who my daughter's favorite players are for the hershey bears you want me to point them yeah, out uh, I, I will say this in all sincerity Minor league hockey is (laughs) unbelievable.
1: It's fun. They have a lot of fights. It's it's so it, well,
2: but also like I can't tell the difference between them and the and the NHL guys. I mean, it's like a bunch of really fast like yeah, it's I fun. mean they're flying around. They're like 19, 20, 21. It's I mean, all can-
1: fun, Ross. I'm telling you your future should be with kids that play around here. More kids in the NHL than any other league, I think from around here. 15 NHL draft picks at Harvard, so you're at the wrong place over there. <laughs> <laughs> we have got lots of people want to talk to you, especially Jody. Good morning, Jody.
4: Hi. Good morning.
1: What's happening, Jody?
4: Hi. I wanted to call in because I, I heard the Y missing uh, fight song playing for Ross, and uh, I live I live in Y missing, which, by the way, you don't uh, pronounce the O in Y O missing. Um, and I was at the school yesterday, Ross, because as a parent, I volunteer there a lot, and got a chance to go into the archive room, which Ooh. I didn't know existed, <laughs> um, but it does, and they've got your jersey there. oh. No. Uh, yeah. In the case there. So, so that was pretty cool. Uh, and actually I just, I, I really enjoyed your commentary and I, and I hope John and Joe are listening and that they, you know, continue to, to have you have you contribute to the morning show going forward.
2: Cool. Well, Sorry. thank you, Jody. That's very, very nice of you. And yes, I've seen that room. Um, I think I saw it in person once, but I've seen people they'll text me pictures or whatever, when they're in it, it's nice. cool, right? Cause you grow up, looking at like the room and the trophies and stuff and then you didn't to visit the it library it was really cool uh <laughs> <laughs>
4: The library is brand new. You got to go back and visit it. See, there you go.
2: Oh, okay. Hey, guess what, Jody? It would always be brand new to me. Yeah. really. Like, <laughs> like, right. thanks, thanks for the call, Jody. We did not
3: give Jody. A oh, chance. Jody, got it.
2: Want
1: somebody? you Want to run out of town? She sounds nice. I didn't think she I know, wanted to run out. Do any,
4: you, I, could, I, you know? I was thinking about that, and I I can't think of anybody I want to run out of town. I I, I really am yep. a whole, like a lot of people holding my breath, waiting to see what Kelsey does. Oh, so Okay. Really, All right, Jody. We want him back, but.
1: See, I can read women. I know when they're nice. Very know
2: You know who
4: you know I want to run out of
2: town? No, I want to run Ben Simmons out of town again. Uh, did you see the video? I, I, I did see the video. <laughs> Look, he, you know what the reality is? I would honestly, as a former professional <laughs> athlete, I would be at the point where I would feel bad for him now <laughs> if he wasn't such a jerk. Yeah. Yep. You know? And, and he's a great example uh, and John Johnson has told me about this, but he's a great example of the, his parents really did him a disservice. Yes. Because, you know, let's put it this way. If Ben Simmons got interviewed after the Super Bowl and he was Bradbury, oh. Ben Simmons would be like, it was the ref. It wasn't me. I didn't touch him. It was the ref. Like did, there's never any accountability. If you guys haven't seen it, it's I, I just posted Rhea texted to me <laughs> at Ross Tucker NFL on Twitter. He gets a pass uh-huh. going down the lane. He is six what six ten yeah. six eleven. Yeah. He is four feet from the basket. There's one guy there, but that guy's under the basket. That is a dunk. Uh-huh. 10 out of 10 times exactly. in the NBA, and instead he passes it to a guy who has, like, a 12-foot baseline jumper. <laughs>
3: Completely I screwing mean, him.
2: It is unbelievable. I mean, it is just – he is a wrecked – I mean, like, I'm, I hope he talks to somebody. Like, seriously, like a counselor. Like, his confidence is totally destroyed
3: oh yeah and and but it's what we saw him but it's Ross because you had all these coaches telling him all along well, he, he's, he's a treasure he's such a generational talent he doesn't have to shoot uh. well, I, I, you're a basketball player guess what guess what
2: I, I there's other clips of him now he doesn't even play that good a defense anymore' no. 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 like he's even this stu- even called. the stuff that he did before he's not even like an NBA Caliber player, Ross. The they had footage plays.
3: of uh, I think it was bu- uh, before the trade deadline with Kyrie Irvin and Kevin Durant, a couple guys on the bench. He took a slight graze across the face and had to come out of the game and walk directly to the to the locker room. The eye rolls on the bench. I think it was, is it Seth Curry who's there yeah, now? Yeah. Used to be, yes. The eye roll was was generational.
1: Oh <laughs> my god! It's, it's getting it's getting it's incredible. I've got to ask you before, um, about. The, everything that come out of the Super Bowl, despite the loss, this, I, I'm i of the contention that it almost doesn't matter who the offensive coordinator is because Jalen Hurts next year is going to be the offensive coordinator.
2: I think there's some truth to that, Al. I really do. But Jalen Hurts is still not the one calling the plays to put him in position to make the right decisions. Um, here's I have a take, and I want to get your guys' thoughts on this. Obviously, it's really bad that the Eagles lost the Super Bowl, mm-hmm. and it's heartbreaking and whatever. You know, my, I watch it with my daughters; they're nine and eleven. They're crying. They wanted me to fix it, like I can't <laughs> fix it. You know what yeah. I mean? It's like they, they think I'm like I'm good. I'm not that good. Um, but in the big picture of the next ten years for the Eagles, okay? There's let's say there's two different scenarios. Hertz plays bad but the Eagles still win the game. Hertz plays amazing like he did but they lose a heartbreaker because of the defense or whatever. In terms of how you would feel about the franchise for the next 10 years, which one would have made you feel better about the Eagles for the next 10 seasons? Option A, they win, but Hurts plays like crap, and we all still wonder if he can play at a high level in a moment like that. Or option B, where they lose, but now we all know Hurts is an elite guy that can play at the top of yeah. his game in the biggest game.
1: Because we knew if he got the ball back in his hands, he was going to win. He, he was. Yeah.
3: He was. And Marino never made it back, and that's a concern. Right, but which one? one, I would take. It's hard to get back to.
1: Yeah, but I would take if you're talking long term. Obviously, that he played well. I
2: that's a huge
3: moment. No, he did. It was was phenomenal. He played
1: remarkable.
2: I'm actually really surprised he played that well. To be, I mean, he hadn't played that well since he got hurt against Chicago. I mean, that was like a couple months ago, and then for him to come out and play the way he did. I mean, the throw to Quez, I'll never get over. uh. And it's really disappointing. Oh. Quez might be the only guy on the team yeah. that was worse this year than they were the year before. But he had ask-
1: a weird explanation yes, for dude, what happened. We're we gonna to play it. We're gonna play it, what Quez said.
2: It was really just all my details in the play. I should have used late hands and uh I didn't. And it caused for me to, you know, have a drop with the D B on my back.
1: So Ross, what late hand what is he referring to?
2: Okay. That's a th- this is awesome. Because I actually um you know, you know how I feel about still shots and screenshots, right. right? But I actually had people send a couple of these because all the Chiefs fans are sending the, the one screenshot that shows Bradbury tugging on the jersey a little bit. Before the ball got to Quez, mm-hmm. if you slow it down, the Chiefs DB actually reaches out and like grabs Quez by the shoulder pads just a split second before the ball got there, okay? So it was bang-bang, which is why they didn't call it, and I don't think they should have called it. But if you look at the picture the guy sent me, clearly the Chiefs defender was grabbing Quez by the shoulder pads before he reached out. So if he had late hands, the um, Chiefs DB would not have reacted as early as he did which Quez believes prevented him from being able to extend all the way to catch the ball because the Chiefs' DB grabbed his shoulder. So if Quez waits a split second longer Mm -hmm. to reach his hands out, then the DB's not going to – because the DB didn't see the ball. The DB's just going based off of what he sees from Quez. So the DB is then a split second later to grab Quez, and that split second allows Quez – to extend further and actually catch the ball, if that makes sense. Oh, now it makes sense. I the term Yeah, you
3: know, late hands. We were we were confused on that. Just, yeah, so yes. they teach they yeah. teach you know who's
2: amazing at it is Who? Uh, AJ Brown. Gotcha. Because when you're if you're make trying to make a contested catch, you don't want to put your hands up till the last second because last split second. As late as you possibly can, otherwise you are telling the D B who's looking at you, not the ball, that the ball's coming, and you're giving them the chance to put their hand in there or to tomahawk chop down or whatever, you want to just flash hands real late, grab it, and then pull it in. Because the longer your hands are sticking out there, they know the ball's coming. They're going to come swiping through with their arm and break it up.
1: So you're not reading eyes, you're reading hands there.
2: Yes, exactly.
1: Oh, cool. All right, let's uh, try to get one more call. Let's go to Al Taubenberger, former city council dude.
4: Hello, Al. Yep, former city council dude. I like I, How are you? I'm doing great. Listen, I just want to, you know, thank Rhea and Al for, for really all their contribution to the morning show. It made it really the number one show in, in Philly, and I listen to it a lot. Okay. And I'm glad you have Ross Tucker Al. on. Thank you. You're okay. very, very welcome. You, you guys are tremendous. Ross Tucker, I do have a question for you, and I think you add so much uh, to the show as well and help with my football knowledge. And my question is this, and it's not related to the Eagles, because the whole thing was sad. And I think we've talked it out. Probably some more things we can talk about. But the fact is, this pro game, this 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 all star game, this what kind of format should you should that take? Or yeah. did you like what you saw? Or what what, what what do you think can be done to fix it, or forget about it?
2: the the Pro Bowl, Pro Bowl, yeah, whatever yeah. they're calling it. Yeah, um, I thought yeah. I thought the flag, I thought flag football was perfect. You know, the guys actually play harder and faster when it's flag football because they know they're not going to get hit. Hmm. You actually get to see their faces because really, what is it about? It's about having all the star place players at the same place at the same time, and it's better to see their faces for them and for the fans than if they had helmets on, and also. Flag football is the fastest-growing sport in America. No. Flag football is exploding. The NFL is pouring money into it because they realize it's a tough proposition to get uh, young people to play tackle football. And, by the way, most of the research I've seen, they they really don't recommend that. Yeah. But it's a great way. If you play flag football, they have the numbers. You are, like, ten times more likely – to be an NFL fan and an NFL consumer. And a girl and, can play it. R- exactly. I
3: actually, Al, believe yeah. it or not, it was it, it was available when I was growing up, and it's the only time I've ever broken Ross a finger. I broke my finger going for an interception, and I held on to the ball. <laughs> nice, <Yes>! Rhea. <laughs>
2: yeah. Well, it's so funny because there's actually a league around here, and I talked to the the kid who runs it because I, I remember when he was a high school football player and because uh, my daughters have expressed an interest in, in, they in trying flag football, it. So I would like them to do it um, if they want to try it. But it's a great way to get uh, girls involved. It's a great way to get young people involved. And then there's a better chance that they actually play tackle in high school or college mm-hmm. or whatever. But also, right. even if they don't, the NFL actually lets them use the NFL team logos and, you know, Bears and Eagles and Jets or whatever – so it really gets them to get fans before they get into TikTok and all that stuff.
4: Yeah, cool. Wow, right. that's great. No, that's a, that, make, that makes absolute
2: sense.
1: Okay, Alec get somebody want to want to leave town.
4: Uh, well, I, you know what? I'm going to say everybody stays. So I want everyone oh, to stay go. because it makes it makes our town a lot more interesting. Although I would run Ben Simmons out of town again. Well,
1: wow, he's already. All right, thanks for the call out. Al. All right, Ross, I think this is for real the last
2: time we we're talking to you. I, I don't
1: think we have any rebounds coming up here.
2: Well, this is the last Ross Tucker Wednesday, but I'll be talking, I'm sure, on different shows um in the off season, definitely next season and hopefully I'll get on the uh the Al Morgani. Sure, we'll have show you on. <laughs> no
1: worries, we'll talk some real 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 hardcore hockey with you. Or we'll talk beer. <laughs> okay. uh, all right.
2: I'm better at the latter.
1: All right. All right. Thanks, Ross. Thanks for That's, everything all you it's been thank terrific. Both of
2: you guys for everything. Really appreciate it. And thanks to uh The great WIP listeners, you guys are amazing. Whether I see you in person or you guys hit me up on social media, you are awesome. Thank you so much. And
1: everybody get out to what you're missing to take a look at that jersey (laughs) out there at the line. Why I'm missing. (laughs) Why I'm missing. All right. right. Time of 94. WIP is 8.57.
0: T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours.